the impudence, the audacity, the unmitigated gall of those knuckleheads of liberty podcasters daring to voice opinions outside the mainstream of accepted thought. Listen, if you dare, it's angry, it's funny, it's even sometimes sad, but it's always based on freedom and justice, as you will see. Here's our host, Jason McPhee. It is March 20th, 2023, and welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty, where we bring you the people and the organizations fighting for liberty around the country and in your region. Uh, and today we have a special guest with us, Valerie Durham, Executive Director of Freedom Fest 2023. But Freedom Fest, that's coming up. It's going to be in July. And before we get into that, I want to show you a little bit of the video that we took from last year. So uh, this will kind of give you a flavor of, of what it was like for us because because me and Leon actually attended and we got a lot of great interviews out of it. And uh, James, can you roll the tape? just a little snippet of kind of uh, what it's like and of course there's all kinds of people to talk to and uh, discussions to hear so Valerie tell us about Freedom Fest uh, you know uh, you know what it's all about and and I guess that it's going to, to Memphis this year that's right thank you guys so much it's so great to be back with you and talk about Freedom Fest um, you know for those who have not heard of Freedom Fest before we've been around for uh, more than 15 years and we uh, really aspire to be the gathering place for everyone who cares about liberty. And we've been doing that for, for uh, 17 years now. Uh, and it has been an amazing experience where we've learned how many different people have something to contribute in the sphere of liberty. Because liberty is, politi politics is very important, but your, your experience of living a free life is not limited to just your political experience. So we look at liberty from economic perspectives, financial, health, education, uh, your intellectual freedom, your creative freedom, your social and cultural freedom. So we look at it from all those different perspectives. And in three and a half days, we managed to have about 300 speakers, 180 different sessions on a huge variety of topics that includes things like politics and elections and all of that kind of, and rights and all of that. But also we look at economics, we look at philosophy and technology, science, digital privacy. Uh, we look at criminal justice reform, drug legalization. We also kind of have some fun at Freedom Fest too. We think, you know, that, that living life should be joyful and fun. So we have things like our Anthem Film Festival that brings together movies that, that address issues of choice, accountability, and individuality. We have and, our and Valerie, before you go any further, James, yeah. can you bring up the visual real quick so we can show some of this? So uh, uh, here is the Freedom Fest homepage. This is what you'll see when you go there, freedomfest.com. And here is the Anthem Film Festival that Valerie was just talking about. Sorry, That's go ahead, right. Valerie. And actually, I'll just say that the final submissions, if you're out there, if you know of, of a film, if you're working on a film, our final submissions are April 6th. So go to anthemfilmfestival.com and go ahead and hit your submission or let your favorite filmmaker know that this is an opportunity for them. We'll be making our selections for this year right after that. And that's always really fun because 
uh, we we not just we don't just show the films, but we have really engaging panels on the subject matter with the filmmakers, but also with other expert speakers who are there at Freedom Fest. They also come over to the Anthem Film Festival, and that is included in your Freedom Fest pass. We have our Punching Up Comedy Festival, so we learn to laugh a whole lot. Uh, we have our Global Financial Summit, which is all about financial freedom. So critical to living a free life is to uh, um, ascertain and accomplish your own financial independence. And we also have the Subversion Summit. The Subversion Summit is really fun because it's all about how you subvert the system, how you disrupt the system through technology, innovation, alternative lifestyles, so that you can live a free life and just say, screw all you regulator, you know, you regulators and you lawmakers, we're going to live a free life no matter what. There's tons more going on. We have karaoke, yoga in the morning. We uh, have tons of social events. And as you said, this year we're in Memphis, which is, we are really, really excited about. Well, yes, uh, yes, well, well, I, go ahead, Leon. Okay. So, um, you know, last year I was there, uh, as Jason said, in Las Vegas. And I mean, I, I attended many, um, many, many sessions. God, more than I can count. <laughs> <laughs> it was great it really was but you know one thing i was wondering um and i didn't get an opportunity to see any of this at, at, at freedom fest do you all actually host debates where you may get some topic some controversial topic and have people from the different points of view come at it you know in any of your sessions because i really Absolutely. didn't see any, any i'm of that. sorry you missed those we usually have 10 to 12 different big debates going on at Freedom Fest. In fact, that's one of the things we are, um, that are most important to us is our debates. So I really am kind of surprised you missed them, Leon. Well, I'll have to send you the program back or make sure you, if you can make it this year, that you'll, you see where those are. But we okay. debate a huge number of topics, everything from religion to uh, election, whether there was election fraud. That was a big debate we had last year on the actual election. Uh, we have debated whether... Um, Trump should run in 2024. That was kind of a controversial debate that we've had. We debate immigration, gun control, climate change. Uh, we had a big debate whether you should invest in gold or Bitcoin. So even on the uh, financial side, we will have big debates. And one of the reasons we do that is that we are not in the mode of preaching. At Freedom Fest, we're bringing different ideas together we specifically do not use political labels because our experience is when, as soon as you say someone is libertarian or conservative or what have you, um, you automatically assume you know what somebody's talking about. So we come at it from many different perspectives and we put together a civil debate so that we can have open discourse and then the people watching can really be informed and see if this confirms their opinion, they have a new opinion. That's really important to us. So open debate, civil conversation, that's what Freedom Fest is all about. Oh, Didn't good. you guys uh, have uh, Gene Epstein uh, for, uh, do the Soho Forum there once or twice? Yeah, we've talked. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah Gene yeah. has come, and we've done debates with uh, Soho Forum and used some of their techniques. We're actually in conversation this year with Intelligence Squared oh, about oh. having their debate format come uh, be with us at Freedom Fest. So it's, it's a very important aspect that, um, and we don't do contentious debates. I think that's the other thing. A lot of times you'll get on, you know, broadcast media and they'll have a debate. They have their typical Democrat, typical Republican, and they really just kind of yell at each other 
um, t certain talking points. They don't have real conversations. And that is not what Freedom Fest is about. We look at debates from multiple, we try to have multiple people on the debate stage so that you're having different perspectives and you're really getting to the meat of the matter rather than just typical talking points or platform ideas that everybody already knows and nobody that doesn't move the needle anywhere. Got you. Got you. So, so, so this year, this year, it, you, you are expecting to, to do the same thing. I mean, I'm sorry I missed some of those things last I year. Know. But well, you were busy. You were running through you, all I mean, there were a lot of good, there was so much I, good so stuff. Much. I mean, it's true. <laughs> yes. Like, you it, need to go with like people, like friends, what I found works best. And you kind of divide up the schedule and go to different <laughs> things and then meet up at the end of the day, <laughs> talk about everything. Um, we do make all of our sessions available afterwards um, via recordings, but there is a lot. And uh, you kind of have to choose your own adventure, you know, what, what you want to go true, to a particular true. time. But yeah, absolutely. We're working on debates for this year. Um, certain issues are kind of perennial and you're still trying, like climate change still continues to be something that there's a lot of um, debate around. We're looking to look at uh, foreign policy, the whole stuff going on with Ukraine, Russia, NATO, all of that. What is the best policy for the U.S. to engage in? That's a debate we're looking to put together. So there are a lot of elements uh, that need conversation and working out. I think crime, policing, uh, even beyond gun control is another um, big issue that really has a lot of conversation that needs to happen so that we can make progress in that area. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, I think yeah. in, in Memphis, that's probably a, a, a good topic to share, too. It definitely yeah. is. Yes. You know, I yes. have been to Memphis now uh, four or five times. I have to say, so... Why did we pick Memphis? You know, um, two years ago, we were in uh, South Dakota at Mount Rushmore, and it was fabulous. We had such a great experience. It was our first time being outside of Las Vegas, and with the whole shutdown around the pandemic, South Dakota was open. And so, and, and, and that was my first Freedom Fest. Was too, it? Okay. That was great. <laughs> you came to that. So Christy Nome said, hey, my state's open. So we said, hey, we'll come. And it ended up being fabulous. It was our um, biggest Freedom Fest to date at that time. For a lot of reasons, I think people uh, were really interested in, in coming to Freedom Fest. Things had been shut down. This was our first time back. But also there was this bucket we heard over and over again. Hey, I've never been to Mount Rushmore. I never had a reason to go to Mount Rushmore. Now I can come to Freedom Fest and go to Mount Rushmore. This is amazing. But we also had people who said, dang it, you're not in Las Vegas. I'm not coming all the way to South Dakota. So we were like, hey, why don't we start flipping? Because we have diehards who love Vegas. But we also have people who are like, eh, not so into Vegas. They want to come to Freedom Fest in a different context. But what I didn't, what we didn't want to do is go necessarily to your typical um, convention locations that lots of conventions happen in. We wanted to really like South Dakota, a little bit off the beaten path, had a bucket list feel. And Memphis really fit the bill for that with Graceland being there. That's definitely a bucket list for a lot of people. But also we loved the Memphis history because not only did you have this beautiful confluence of different cultures and backgrounds that came together to build something collaboratively that was new in rock and roll and soul and blues. That different people were coming together in Memphis and sharing. And to us, this was the essence of spontaneous order, the essence of the free market system, the essence of collabor collaboration and cooperation that we believe is at the heart of a free society. And that's what happened in Memphis. You also have an incredible history in the civil rights 
movement, which in terms of the equality of human beings is essential, an essential principle that we believe in. It is where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. Mm-hmm. And there is a the National Civil Rights History Museum is there. Uh, it honors the the Lorraine Hotel where he was assassinated. And then on the backside, they've made this really powerful um, exploration of the civil rights movement in the United States. So there's a lot of history. FedEx is there. So from a business innovation standpoint, I mean, you got to love what Fred Smith did with FedEx. Um, St. Jude's is there, a massive charitable organization started by Danny Thomas, who, you know, helps hundreds of thousands of children uh, come out of illness. And so you have massive charity, business, important civil rights history, music history, all right there in Memphis. It's a pretty unique city that we're excited to be in. Well, and you know what, while we're talking about that, uh, James, could you bring up the visual real quick? So on our freedom map that we show whenever we're talking to uh, local political leaders that have been elected in some region, um, uh, this is uh, uh, Cato's freedom map of the 50 states. And so they rank them all relatively. And uh, Tennessee is ranked number four. So you're going to a place that's pretty (laughs) big on liberty there. Um, And uh, the the metric that they show is uh, uh, they're just hovering right around the top there uh, on most issues. And uh, politics wise, it's 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 much more of a red state. There's uh, only one uh, House member who's a Democrat out of all of the Mm -hmm. uh, elected officials. And um, most of the uh, political offices as well are held by Republicans. Uh, You can kind of see these legislative maps here. So that kind of gives you a little bit of a flavor of what it's like in in Memphis politically anyways. (laughs) Yeah. And Uh, so, you know, like most urban centers, those can the actual urban centers can tend to gravitate towards uh, more of a Democrat um, constituency. But the state itself, it's a right to work state. Taxes are very low. I believe no state income tax. I mean, it's a great state to be in. I've had a fabulous time every time I've gone there. Um, Like most cities, uh, there's crime. I feel like Memphis has I don't know. I feel like sometimes things happen and then the media focuses like this is the crime. Like it's South Central Chicago is the worst. D.C. is the worst. Mm. And, you know, even with Las Vegas, you have there's crime there. So you have to be vigilant as you have to be anywhere. But I have never felt unsafe. I've been all over places. Our people will be going in Memphis and it feels like a normal city. Um, And uh, they have a great trolley system and Beale Street is amazing. So uh, the food is great, not only the Memphis barbecue, but they have a lot of other really nice restaurants. And you're right there on the Mississippi River. So um, I think people are going to have a great time in Memphis. And I love this, the symbology of some of those liberty principles that, you, that are actually embodied there in Memphis. Well, with that, to further your point, uh, Valerie, um, Tennessee is one of the states that California is losing residents to. Well, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what I was going to say. Uh, if you well, know, it may, may not be free for long, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some people may hop in their U Haul to come. The same way, right? <laughs> yeah. Some people may take a U Haul there to see your conference and not come yeah, back. And you are you are correct. There is no state income tax in yeah. Tennessee. You are 
So there, there's a, and coming from Maryland, I'm going to think you maybe I need to take a U-Haul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to let you know, California on that Cato map ranked 48 and Tennessee ranks four. So that yeah. kind of tells you <laughs> what's that, going on. That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, well, I guess uh, one of the things I, I guess I wanted to talk about, too, is uh, who are some of the speakers that are coming this year? You mentioned there's a big variety of them. James, maybe you could pull the visual up. Uh, one of them I, I know that pops right out at me who's in the news is Matt Taibbi. I yeah. mean, man, is he in the news. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit about him on our next show as well, uh, uh, just in some of the congressional testimony and stuff that he's been involved in lately, but uh, on that Twitter files uh, yes. stuff. So. No, it's, it's oh, so you got Tulsi coming. Cool. Yes, we do. And um, so, yeah, Matt Tybee is super exciting. As you mentioned in our pre-show discussion, we had Glenn Greenwald last year. Um, I think this idea of independent journalism is becoming more and more important. And so we abs- those that's something we've had debates on as well, is um, the role of the media, how they're fulfilling that um, fourth estate role. And... Um, and, and is there a free press, you know? And I think Matt, Glenn, others like that are fulfilling the role that should be um, being fulfilled by our more mainstream media that really at this point has a lot of issues. So we're really excited about having him come. I'm also really thrilled that Daryl Davis is going to be joining us um, as a musician and this kind of civil rights activist. He just seems like the perfect fit for Memphis. And he's really thrilled to be coming. And we have some cool plans about what he's going to be doing on stage. But he will be playing music during our opening ceremonies, giving a speech, and then having to sit down. Um, we're still confirming, so I can, I can only allude. But having to sit down with some other really interesting speakers that we're, that we're speaking to. I think having Gloria Alvarez coming is super interesting. She is such a dynamic advocate for freedom and really taking the bull by the horns um, down in Guatemala to run for the presidency um, and try to galvanize more uh, liberty and freedom down in Latin and South America. I think that's super important. Um, also thrilled to have Lisa Kennedy joining us again as MC. She really stole the show last year with some of her outrageous outfits. I hear she's already planning what she's going to wear, um, to keep us all kind of, uh, you know, guessing and, uh, and adds to that fun element, I think. And then TK Coleman, the great, uh, entrepreneurial thought leader will be on our, um, main stage too. So we're really thrilled to have TK, uh, coming and joining us in that role. Nadine Strawson is coming from the ACLU to talk about Free Speech Day on Free Speech Day, which is being sponsored by the Free to Choose Network on Wednesday. Um, so we're really excited to have her. As you mentioned, Tulsi Gabbard is coming. David Bowes is going to give an awesome speech on the role of classical liberalism in society today. And where are we losing the principles of the Enlightenment and classical liberalism and why is classical liberalism such a beneficial mode of thought that leads to greater individual freedom and societal collaboration? So uh, we're really excited to have David back speaking on something that is so um, key to all of our success. Douglas Brinkley is one of the best historians in the entire world, and he actually is super excited to come to Freedom Fest. He'll be talking on a variety of topics um, on history, but 
we are thrilled to have Douglas Brinkley joining us. He's such an authoritative um, thinker and historian, and he's going to bring a lot of awesome dynamics. Art Laffer will be joining us again on the economic front. He's doing a big debate with Lanny Ebenstein, Ebenstein on um, taxes, like what's the best tax structure. Um, and then Maj Trey, of course, on gun control um, and some of our favorite. Brian Kaplan's going to be uh, leading the charge on our mock trial, which this year is um, taking on the idea of open borders. Are open borders actually a good thing when it comes to our immigration policy? So a lot of people say, oh, we should just open the borders. Well, should we really? And so we're, we'll be taking on that um, topic and Brian will be part of that conversation, which we're excited about. Yeah. You know, I've watched many of his short videos. Uh, he definitely has some strong uh, economic opinions yeah. <laughs> on things. Uh, it's funny, too. You mentioned uh, Lisa Kennedy uh, stealing the show. And and one of the things I remember from last year was uh, the, the oh gosh, the Project Veritas guy. My, his name ex, uh, escapes me uh, for a second. Okay. James O'Keefe, that's exactly, yeah. And and when he was up on stage, he practically stole the stage because they, they wanted to get uh, Rand yeah. Paul on it. I know, <laughs> I know. Exactly. He just kept going like that Energizer bunny. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was crazy. We had two awesome speakers on at the same time, you know, back to back and wanted to make time for both of them. That's always the challenge on the logistical side is how do you maximize everybody's time up on that stage? Um because there are so many people you want to hear from at Freedom Fest. And, yes. and like I said, we have almost 100 speakers already signed up. That's a third of the speakers we will probably – we'll end up with around 300. So, wow. you know, wow. it's hmm. an incredible gathering of experts in so many different areas. And, you know, I think – and maybe, you know, um, James and Leon – or Jason and Leon, you can attest um, – that you come away with so much in your head. Like, like Leon, you were saying, like, I went to so many things. Yes. <laughs> an intellectual feast. It is a an opportunity to meet your heroes, but also meet the people you've never heard of who are doing great work. And I love our exhibit hall because it's really diverse. We have media in there, but we have financial companies and oil and gas companies and um, different technology companies. But we also have all the think tanks, grassroots organizations, um, book publishers. There's this huge variety of people in the exhibit hall, organizations, um, businesses, groups, individuals that you can come and meet and find out how are they progressing towards liberty. And it really runs the gamut. We had people who were into helping um clean water in Africa, uh, all the way through to, you know, the most heady, erudite, you know, uh, white paper kind of think tank and everything in between. So that exhibit hall is this microcosm of what you, what's going on in the liberty space and how many people are working in different areas to bring us greater liberty. And I just think it's a huge testament to how much work is being done. And the more we can come together to find out about that and to support what's going on for yourself personally, but also for your family, for your community, for your business. Um, it, that's how we get progress and that's how we get traction is by coming together. And we know that in free market economics, it's true in the liberty movement as well. We need to come together in order to get that traction and move forward. So Valerie, I was just wondering, you know, you, I mean, 
I mean, obviously, you, I mean, I've, I've been to Freedom Fest. I've seen what it is like. And I mean, it was such a great experience, Jason and I, and I um, had last last time. But how is Freedom Fest portrayed in the mainstream media? I mean, uh, uh, is, is, is it is it a joining of the liberty-minded or is it a bunch of gathering of, of, of right-wing nuts or what, whatever? How is it portrayed? Oh, boy. So I think... To a certain extent, we've flown a little bit under the radar until recently. We're starting to get a little bit more notice. And that has its challenges because we've been really able to, up until this point, say that we are a big tent, you know, that we want to bring people together to find out where we agree, figure out the ways in which we disagree, and how can we move forward, how can we learn from each other on that. But, uh, we had some experience last year where we started to get that attack label. You know, you're, mm. we've always been kind of, oh, you're right. We, people, I think this goes back to this whole mindset of labels. Yes. I'm going to put you in categories and they've established these categories that you're right wing or you're left wing or you're wackadoodle this way or you're wackadoodle that way. And I am shocked, honestly, and I, I hate to say this, how little critical thinking goes on, how little curiosity goes on in the public writ large when they interact with information that they come across. They want to put you in a box right away. It's the worst on social media. Yes. If we put a post out about Freedom Fest, first of all, they'll take that name Freedom Fest and they'll associate it with other Freedom Fest. We are trademark. No one should be using our name, but we get a lot of people trying to use our name. It's crazy yeah. problem, but um, you know, we are the freedom fest and we are a festival of freedom across the, like I've been talking about across the bandwidth, but people want to pigeonhole you. So if you talk about freedom, <clears throat> that makes a lot of people think of other very right wing, patriotic flag waving, you know, that whole stereotype, which is a stereotype. And I have to say that, you know, I was raised libertarian with a lot of constitutionalism, but as a dance artist, which I also am, I have been involved in the more um, artistic side where you encounter people that some might call liberal or progressive, things like that. My experience has been no one is monolithic. No one is the stereotype. Everyone has thoughts and concerns. And the more I listen to someone that I may not agree with politically, find out why they're concerned about the climate or why they're concerned about women's rights or why they're concerned about black lives mattering versus not mattering. The more I understand where that's coming from, the more I can realize these are sometimes legitimate concerns, sometimes not. But is that pointing us in directions where we can create solutions and work together rather than just saying, oh, you're crazy. I think this whole idea of most people are not crazy. There are some there, but <laughs> that's more, I just think there's, you know, most people need your reaction. You don't agree with me now, nowadays. It's you don't agree with me. I cut you off. I don't listen. I call you crazy. So I don't have to think. And I really think across the board, we need a lot more thinking rather than, and curiosity. Why do you think that? Why do you think that's a good solution? Why do you need jerk reaction to government needs to solve that problem? You know, what's Indeed. going on underneath? And when we can start to have those nuanced conversations, that's where real pro yelling at each other and telling each other you're wackadoodle, or you're this or you're that. 
that does not work. And But most people can't handle that. And the media really wants to pigeonhole you into, I don't understand you, therefore you are this or you're that. And now I can understand and I'm done with my job. You know, that that sounds like a perfect place for us to end because we're just about out of time. But let me go okay. back to the main page real quick. James, can you pull that up real quick just so people can see where to go? It's freedomfest.com. And uh, boy, you can even see there's a code there. If you decide to go knuckle 50, uh, that'll get you a little bit off too. So uh, and I'll, that's, I'll just uh, give you a little hint. Um, early bird ends March 31st. So you get an extra $50 off early bird if you register at freedomfest.com. A guest is an even lower rate. We do have uh, special rates for students and young professionals under 30. Lo Tennessee locals have a, 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 a lower rate as well. So there's a lot of opportunity to, um, to come to Freedom Fest. I would sign up early and watch as our schedule grows and you're just gonna be more and more happy that you're already signed up, locked in, ready to go. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Valerie. And again, uh, you know, a great, great thing. Freedom Fest coming up July. Uh, it's well, July. Exactly. So uh, uh, thanks so much for joining thank us, uh, everybody. And thank you, Valerie. And until next time, stay tuned and stay free. Yes, indeed. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, always. Thank you for listening to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Find us on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, your favorite podcast network, and at knuckleheadsofliberty.com.